In a world full of film and TV news. This just in. Breaking news for you now. Gotta interrupt you here. We have some breaking news. Some breaking news. To another story that is breaking overnight. Three men have joined forces to bring you the Hello and welcome back to the Weekly Cut Podcast, episode number 95. Flying. I thought we were done less than that because of a mishap on SoundCloud, but we have done 95 episodes. Yeah, it's good. So we're five away from the big 100. Um, we bring you all the latest news and reviews here in TV and film. Get in touch with the two lads at theweeklycut at gmail.com mm. or on Twitter at Weekly Cut as well. That's our home. Uh, if you're a solid dude or lady... Please, this is a bit of a plug, so bear with me, Colin. Okay. Uh, please leave us a five-star review. I only recently learned how important that is for a podcast and yes, how that it. gets you on the um, lists and uh, trending pages and stuff. So, oh, okay. yeah, mainly to try and persuade people, maybe money incentives. Um, we deserve it. We deserve yeah, it. Please do it. Even if you don't like Connor, just maybe go on and do a review. Not a lot of people do, so it's fine. <laughs> Who is Connor? I hear nobody asking. He's a co-host here at the Weekly Cast. Yes, I am. How are you? I had a lovely spag bowl, so <laughs> I'm doing well. And you said you had garlic bread. Garlic bread. Was it like the pizza-based one? Or no, was it slices. Slice one? Yeah. <laughs> like a baguette? It was lovely. Okay, fair enough. Uh, my name's Bradley Scott, also co-host here. Full name. Um, yeah, I've gone... I don't usually <laughs> say Bradley Scott. It's usually Connor T and Brad. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I've got, it's got ahead of me. I've had two beers already. It's been a long day at work. Um, right, this week, we just got hit with some breaking news, but I'm saying breaking news like it's good. It's not. It's a lot of delays over at Disney, Marvel Studios, 20th Century Fox. We're going to give you the rundown of that. Um, we've got trailers for Super Mario Bros, David Harbour's Violent Night, which I'm just going to say right off the bat, I think looks great. Yes, I know. Uh, Anola Holmes 2 for Netflix. We're just going to sort of have a little reaction to those three trailers and how good Chris Pratt is at speaking. Uh, and we've also got uh, a bit of a, I want to say, breakdown of Werewolf by Night, but it's more just a, did it work as this new special yeah. that they've tried at Disney Plus? And also Connor T was really hyped after House of the Dragon episode yeah. 8. It was a good episode. And you insisted, as co-host, you wanted to do a bit of a ending explained. I'm here for the breakdown. Okay. I, I had to understand it, so you will too. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, firstly, to get our brains moving, it's a little game here at the Weekly Cut. Uh, it's a bit of a lie coming, so here we go. Friends, don't lie. Nice, nice. So I've got four statements. I want Connor to find the whopping lie. Uh, it's all based on actors who missed out on roles after auditioning. Okay. So here's the first one. Charlie Cox as Han Solo in the Star Wars spin-off. Mm. John Travolta was nearly cast as Tom Hanks' role in Green Mile. Russell Crowe as Aragon in Lord of the Rings. Amelia Clark as Fifty Shades of Grey lead. I think the Amelia Clark one is correct. You feel like you know this? Yeah, I think I know that. I feel like I know that, so I think that's okay. correct. Russell Crowe. Can I see Russell Crowe as Aragon? You, I know you've not watched Lord of the Rings, and I'm obviously a massive fan, but you know Aragon's face, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is a tough one. Do I sound echoey to you? Echoey? Uh, I sound all right. Sound annoying, just as usual. Yeah, I, don't, that's I, just I hear whiny no, and uh, I hear no echo. Really? Let okay. me put, uh, actually say something now. Uh, Tom Hiddleston's a sexy hunk. That is random, but yes, is, he is yeah. a sexy hunk. I don't really get much echo. Maybe okay. a little bit. Maybe a little. It's fine. It's fine. It's right. uh, Just listen, all right? What is lie? I've got a feeling Russell Crowe. I've got a feeling Russell Crowe. I want you to lock in. Mm, no, I'm going Charlie Cox. Okay, you yeah. changed it last minute. I'm going Charlie Cox. Uh, he's, he's hot off the press. At yeah, the maybe that's why I was thinking it. Yeah. Yeah, you're wrong. Uh, <sighs> both of those wouldn't have got you a right answer. It's actually John Travolta was not nearly cast as Tom Hanks in the green... Not cast as Tom Hanks, but Tom Hanks' role in Green Mile. The rest were true. I've got one thing to say. What? You lie! Disgusting. Do you know what? You're, you're, sna- you're smashing the soundboard at the minute. It's I want you to right. keep that hype up. Uh, okay, but I think, well, you're going to be tested on the soundboard because after that game, it's time for news. News, 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 Three for three, Connor. Three for three. Right, let's talk about it. There's not much to say. I feel like because it is breaking, we have to bring it to you here. Yeah. Uh, so, Connor, I just want your initial reaction today. Um, so, Disney have had a massive reshuffle. Uh, even their 20th Century Fox movies, such as Planet of the Apes, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the new one, has been pushed back. Um, but we're just going to focus on the MCU for a second. So, we've got Blade has now been pushed back to September 6, 2024. 
Uh, that was actually, I believe, November 3rd, so quite a big one. Yeah. Uh, big, big pushback that. We'll talk about why. Deadpool 3 has gone from November uh, from June to November 8th of 2024. Um, Fantastic Four has pushed back about four or five months all the way to February 14th of 2025, and there's no longer the dream of two Avenger movies in the same year. That has been tarnished. It's gone. Avengers Secret Wars, the next massive movie from uh, Marvel Studios, is now May 1st of 2026. So another big pushback. Yeah. Initial thoughts, Com? Yeah, I feel so far away, doesn't it? 2026. I don't know what they're doing. It's like they haven't got their ship in order. Yeah, I agree with you. They've got, they've got to... It's just to keep moving the goalposts whenever they feel like it, just moving it. I'm quite disappointed in some of those movies. Yes. Moves. The Avengers, the um, Secret Wars, okay, I can... I can take that one. Yeah. A Fantastic Four I can't really take. It's strange, isn't it? Yeah, why is that going back? And I've, I, what I, I just said it in the group chat. What I'm a little bit... I want, I'm not annoyed. I mean, <laughs> I've got other things in my life to, <laughs> to, to be okay, Brad. But I am a little bit annoyed because we did just get the big D23 Phase 5 and Phase 6 um, sort of map map out from Kevin yeah. Feige. That's literally months ago. And I just think this is a bit embarrassing, if I'm honest. It basically said, ha ha, just joking. Yeah, got it wrong. Yeah. Either you got it wrong or you was joking. Yeah. yeah. It's not. Pick on. one. <laughs> I think they're joking. Yeah. I think it's playing with us. Um, yeah, it's just a bit, it's just a bit of a shame. Like I say, we've got no, no really info other than Blade, which we're going to get on now. So this is why Blade um, was delayed. So we actually put on our Twitter that it's uh, earlier before this news broke that Blade is highly likely to get pushed back and delayed because pre-production and production was paused today. Hollywood Reporter um, sort of broke the news and said it's because the script isn't in place properly and they need to do a proper hunt for a new director. Yeah. Um, So I guess the question is, and it's been the sort of buzz of the town and even on our Twitter, uh, who do you sort of fancy? You said beforehand you've got a bit of a pick. I have, yeah. And you grabbed your phone as well. Are you calling him? Are you calling him? Yeah, just give him a call. Um, so the chap I have in mind, chap I said, chap. Francis Lawrence. Remind me. Now, Francis Lawrence done Hunger Games, Catching Fire and Mockingjay. Okay. Um, so it's got the sort of hunt element. Also done I Am Legend. Wow. So it's okay. got the mystical bit and, and a bit of horror-ish. Yeah, yeah. And the monsters. And uh, Constantine with Keanu Reeves. I, I'm really annoyed at myself because, I, I, I mean, I wasn't a big fan of Catching Fire, but... I really like two of those movies. Really love them. Yeah. Constantine is a brilliant movie. Also getting a reboot. Uh, not a reboot, a sequel after oh, yeah. 15 years, isn't it? Um, that's a good pick. I think what makes you think of that, by the way? I'm Legend. Because I thought it's got like the... the Whatever they are. What they are, zombies? Yeah. Are they class of zombies in there? Uh, they actually, in the book, they are vampires. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's got the vampire element. I, I think they're called something like Day Dwellers or, or Night... Yeah, so in, it, yeah. in the... It's a misconception. They're not actually zombies, but... And I think that Will Smith's character is cool, and Francis Lawrence pulled him off in yeah. that. The horror element is good. Yeah. So I think if you just transfer that to Blade, yeah. I think it could work. Uh, be honest with me. Did you did you find that somewhere? No, that was really? my... Really? I found two other names somewhere. Okay, give us the other two for a second. Sam and Ray, uh, Sam Raimi. That's your wife liked, yeah. Yep. And uh, Jordan Peele. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he does the horror, but I don't know if he'll Would work. He... I'm not saying he's snobby at all because I love Jordan Peele. I I'm not sure he I'm yeah, not sure I he's could twi- he done the Twilight Zone, which is a bit more sort of close to like a Marvel thing than his current trilogies and stuff of Get yeah. Out and stuff. Um, Connor, I usually on this podcast we like to have fun, and we do have fun. I'm really impressed. That's good, isn't it? I expected like a joke or something. Yeah. Uh, but I really about it. I really like the um, what's his name? Sorry, Lawrence. Francis Lawrence. I think he's a. Re- I'm really. I'm not that great with directors. But obviously, I've watched all movies, but um, really good pick. Yeah. I like that. Good um, I just thought I'd, I had Sam Raimi because the best parts of Doctor Strange were the direction. Yeah, the story was what let it down. Um, I think he'd be great as he's a horror director. Yeah. Also, I had just purely because we're going to talk about him a bit later. I had Michael Giancino. Yes. Because of the link of Werewolf by Night, Midnight Suns, Blade. Yeah. Do they have more faith in him after this? Because it's been extremely well received. Yeah. Werewolf by Night. And now, question to you, Connor, because uh, quite a few of our followers posed it. Okay. They want Mr. James Gunn. No. I I am with you, I think. Yeah, I don't want it. Because Tell me why. Tell me for why. Blade is is a different style of Marvel. There's, there's two sides of Marvel, I think. There's a... Uh, James Gunn's side, which is the Guardians and whatnot. Which works brilliantly. Yeah, perfect. And then there's this side, which will be Blade and will be 
Um, what's Kit Harrington's character? Black Knight. Black Knight and all, all that stuff. Ghost Rider-ish. Yeah, there's two sides. Don't bring James Gunn stuff. He could probably do it, but I don't want his style in the Blade movies. I th- If people understand your point there that we absolutely adore James Gunn, but yeah. would he be... It's more him. I don't think he would do this personally. No, I don't. Because I think he'd be held back in terms of his filmmaking style. Yeah. Because as you say... Um, yeah, Blade, Wesley Snipes done quips-ish in his movies, and Blade is like that, but I think it does need to be the, the tone of Mahersha Ali as, as Blade doesn't fit a James Gunn uh, op, space opera that he loves. Yeah, I think they'll clash as well. They could clash. Or have a fight on set. Yeah, I think James Gunn and Blade. With swords. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I think Mahersha Ali seems like quite vocal, and he'll be quite strong on a set. So Very good. Not really a segue. I just wanted to say you're absolutely bang on because part of the uh, Hollywood Reporter was that he is very keen to stay on, mm. but he is heavily involved apparently in saying that the script needs to be rewritten and uh. he wants involvement and I think he's getting it. So I think that confirms what you just said. Yeah. He is very strong. Cool. I'm having a good week. You are having a good I'm week. A really good the week the energy is high. Is. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am very impressed so far. <laughs> it's only downhill from here. Uh, okay, so uh, some good picks there. I'm sorry to the people that did pick James Gunn. He's a great director. Uh, maybe we'll snip at that and see what our followers think yeah. um, of what we just said there. Primarily you, so come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, coming away from superheroes just for a second. Um, I'm really bad at pronouncing his name, even though I've watched the movies multiple times. Um, Kenneth Branagh returns as Detective Hercule Poirot, I think it's pronounced, okay. uh, in his third film from the Agatha Christie. You know the movies when I say it in a second. Do you know what I'm about to say? No. Ready for it? Death on the Oriental Express. Oh, yeah. And Death, Death on, on the, the Nile Man. with Gal Gadot and Army Hammer. Good uh, Army. I think that was his last movie. Yeah, but he wants to be. Well, it? to be fair, he, he got to just lips up Gal Gadot for two hours of the movie so he wins uh yeah you win um <laughs> not in life though uh, anyway so he's back for his third uh movie uh my questions is going to come to you in a second con this new one is called a haunting in venice which i love the sound of so oh, sounds good i don't watch i don't read agatha christie books i just do quite like his movies yeah my question to you is have you watched the first two i just asked that you haven't nope, no i've not no. uh is knives out enough murder mystery for you uh, I think there's room for more. <laughs> okay. Because I think Knives Out is very... Uh, it's got its own style. I think Knives Out and definitely Knives Out is quite funny. And like, if you look at the trailer for this, the Glass Onion, it's called Glass Onion, isn't it? It is called Glass Onion, yeah. Look at the trailer for that. It seems quite jo- more jokey, like Batista in his pants. I think I agree with that. I was, about to, I was about to disagree with you, but then I actually... Yeah, now I'm thinking of Death on the Nile, which I actually recently rewatched. There is, he's a bit um, slapsticky, yeah. um, Kenneth Branagh, and he's brilliant, by the way, as as this uh, Hercule Poirot. Um, but I would definitely agree with you that there was far less jokes going on. It seems in, feel, uh, his movies feel like an Ag- Agatha Christie adaptation yeah. of a murder mystery, whereas Knives Out feels like Rian Johnson going right. Let's build some a listers around Daniel Craig and have fun. It's real life Cluedo. Yeah. Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Yeah. I was about to disagree with you. Uh, yeah, so you're saying there's room then? I think there's room, yeah. I mean, that title always piques me. Yeah, it's fresh. Good well, title. They, that is very much this. I assume that's part of the books because yeah. uh, Oriental Express was all on a train um, going through and then you had Death on the Nile, which was all about on the Amazon River and stuff like that. And so now this is going to be in like Venice. It it basically travels the world and does murder mysteries on these cases. So yeah. it's quite good. Um, Kenneth Branagh. But oh. he's, I genuinely, big statement from me here. I put him in a the, the category of someone like Christoph Waltz that is so good at acting, mm-hmm. but unfortunately they don't have, not the name because they are big actors, but just something does keeps them out of the Leo DiCaprio and Denzel yeah. Washington category because they are, Amazing. Remember him in Tenet as the villain, Kenneth Branagh. The oh, Russian, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Outstanding really actor. Really good. I love um, that film. Yeah, I know oh, you do love that really film. Like that. <laughs> uh, that's why I said it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so just thought I'd ask you, there's room, Ed, folks, there's for room. murder mystery in Connor's life. Yeah, we can have it. Okay. You might want to get yourself ready. Oh. Um, we are now going to be talking about one of the biggest news stories of the week. Uh, It's been rumoured for a while now, I'm going to go straight into it, that Henry motherfucking Cavill is returning as Superman in Black Adam. 
Those rumours are seemingly being confirmed by The Rock himself. Uh, We're just going to play you a snippet to hear it from the horse's mouth direct. Here we go. Also listening to the fans Mm -hmm. at the same time, where you have Black Adam, we will create Black Adam for him to be the most powerful and unstoppable force on this planet. The most powerful and unstoppable force in the entire universe has been on the sidelines for too long. <laughs> it's, it's the interviewer's reaction. Look, uh, that's Jake's takes, by the way. Uh, I watch him a lot. He's, he's brilliant. He's absolutely fantastic. Uh, I'm just going to come out and say it. Um, Henry Cavill is back in this movie. It's. I feel like it's 100% confirmed now. Yep. Uh, so, Connor, whilst I go cry into a pillow and have a cardiac <laughs> rest, what is your thoughts on this news? The man is back. We, I've been crying out for Cavill to be back as Superman. We've needed him for so long. Like Dwayne's, my mate Dwayne said, he's been on the sidelines for too long. Get him back in. Let's do it. 100% agree. Um, I have to give him props here. Whether he's doing it for his own ego, etc., I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to comment on, but he has listened to the fans. We have said this multiple times. How can Warner Brothers not be aware of the fan? Anyone who even has an issue with DC loves Henry Cavill yeah. as Superman. There is no one that thinks he isn't a great Clark Kent and Superman. Yep. So he wanted to, he's still interested, clearly, and wants to do the role, give him the role. And it, it looks like The Rock, uh, reportedly, that was one of his main things he wanted when he got signed to do Black Adam, finally after like 10 years of getting it to work. So this pumps me up. We're going to find out if it's true soon, October yeah. 21st. But just... So fucking excited here at the Weekly Car. It's a massive... Connor's been saying it for, I don't know, about a year now, how much you want this. Oh, I needed it. I mean, The Rock, your terramino might be a bit waft, but <laughs> you've done a job here, boy. It's you've a got bit waft. Uh, okay, so we're just going to... We're not going to stand it too much because I will literally die. But <laughs> um, a new report did come out from the direct. Maybe it's clickbait. I don't know. Uh, they do run some good reports, in fairness. But they're basically saying, confirming the fact that The Rock did in, did indeed say that he needs Cavill to be con- contacted and contracted by Warner Brothers. That okay. was one of his like stipulants, stipu- uh, is that the right stipulations. Word? stipulations in his sort of negotiations to come on with Warner Brothers. Uh, and they went, fair enough, we'll do it. Yeah. Uh, now there's rumours that he's getting a Henry Cavill-led solo movie whether it's man of steel 2 i don't know but it's going to be a henry cavill led solo movie uh, oh. superman uh just a, a straight shoot question what do you want to see here i want to see hans zimmer back for for one <laughs> okay yeah hans zimmer must yeah. do the score yeah. i was trying to think of this on the train i think i want him obviously already i want man of steel 2 yeah so he's already established he's he's superman the villain i was trying to think would i like to see black adam in this in this film well i, I think you're gonna if us maybe think of these as two separate things I, you're definitely getting black adam versus superman in what i would call sort of black adam 2 or maybe 3 because yeah. shazam has to come in somewhere oh, of course yeah um but that and also the rock said today that he's 100 percent doing setting up uh superman versus black adam he said that in an interview again today <sighs> so not so much about this one he definitely is in this henry Cavill. yeah but he said that's 100 percent his goal at the minute is setting up superman versus black adam but this report is a nothing to do with Black Adam. It's Henry Cavill back, his own solo movie, which you might remember a long, long time ago, that was the report that that was Henry Cavill's one big negotiation to get back on, is that he wants a his own, new movie, his own movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of a villain called Brainiac. Recognise. He's, mass- he's a massive um, villain in uh, Phil Manners. He's from Smallville to comics to everything. Um it would be a very clever one to do. I won't go into it yeah, too yeah. much as to why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's a different... Instead of... We had Zod and the amazing Dragon Ball Z fight yeah. um, in Metropolis that destroyed nearly half the planet. Um, so this would be a very clever and different way of doing it with Brainiac and it's a different type of villain for him to overcome. And that seems to be a bit of a fan thing here. Okay. Also, I think I want Sasha Cow in it as Supergirl. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, yeah, yeah. I've got a feeling she's going to be great. Yeah. And in the flash, we'll, we'll find out whether she is or not. I'm hearing really good things. I've got but a question for you. Do it. How long, how far in the future is this film? Because how long does it take to build back Metropolis? It's absolutely destroyed. It's a tough one, though, because I don't know if they're going to keep that brilliant, in my opinion, timeline. 
So it's uh, all it's yeah. all depending what happens with the flash. Just destroy it again. Just destroy it again. Yeah, again. Um, because the reports are, we spoke about it off air. I'll just say it quickly now, and you can tell me what you think about it. Um, the reports are in Black Adam is that he is going to be donning a slightly different suit, similar to Man of Steel. Um, but the theme is not Hans Zimmer, not his own Hans Zimmer theme. It's actually the John uh, Williams, obviously incredibly iconic Christopher Reeve Superman theme. Okay. The, the, that yeah. one. Probably with a more modern tone or something. But people have been sort of angry about this, Snyder fans. But I don't really, as long as we get him back, that's all I care. The fact that we're now arguing about themes, I never thought he was going to be yeah. back anyway. So what do you think about this? A bit heartbroken about it. Yeah, I thought you would be. Yeah, I don't even see me welling up a bit. No, I, no I'm oh, God, I'm, But the, I, I love that John Williams is absolutely iconic. But as soon as Hans Zimmer come in, it took over for me. And okay. that's a new that's a new Superman. Okay, thing. fair enough. Um well what what I just wanna my bloody mic yeah, here. You can let that drop to be fair, you sound right. Can I? Sound Does sound alright? Yeah. Oh I can drop then. Um so with regards to this, look, I actually think it's a it could be a clever way. If they are doing a soft ish reboot with a new timeline post flash, which I think is the best thing to do. Yeah. Zack Snyder's too busy now. I he's not coming back. Yeah. Zack Snyder's not coming back. Netflix have given him the keys to multiple kingdom. universes, the kingdom. Yeah. He's got Rebel Moon, which he's spawning for them, this massive sci-fi Star Wars film. He's also got his Army of the Dead universe that he's loving to do. Yeah. Um, he's also got an, uh, anima- animation coming with um, Vikings and stuff. He's so busy. I think he's done. Yeah. So this could be a clever way of uniting older fans of Superman, an iconic theme such yeah. as that with this new... And look, I don't. At the end of the day, I love scores. I know you love scores more than me, but Henry Cavill's back. I, That's all we need. I, I don't want to argue about anything else other than seeing him on screen. Yep. So That's all we need. Okay. Uh, I guess I guess we'll leave it there. Um, can't wait to see. We're, we're so close. We're going to obviously do a massive Black Adam uh, episode. We've also got House of the Dragon finale at the same week. Oh, yeah. So it's going to be a big ep. But big we'll ep. let you know if Henry Cavill is back. So come and speak to us again. Okay. So now we're done with a little bit of news. It's time for trailers of the week. That's four for four, Connor. Uh, right, let's start with some fun. Uh, Enola Holmes 2. Uh, watch the trailer? I watched it, yeah. What did you think? Uh, honestly, not for me. Not for you. Not okay. for me. I watched Enola Holmes recently. Oh, you did, didn't you? A couple of months yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed it. But now I think, I don't know what it is with Millie Bobby Brown, but I've got, she's like Marmite to me. I like her in some things. Okay. don't like her in things. She sounds very nasally. In this, and her accent's great in on me. I know she's English mm-hmm. anyway, but her accent just grates on me. Yep. And the story seems, again, very much girl power. I'm all for girl power. Yeah. Yep. Sound like you're not. I, <laughs> there, I think there comes a point where it's just like, I don't know. It's, no, 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 that's fair enough. I, I can't explain it, but I, I just don't think this is going to be my cup of tea. Okay. I didn't like. I don't really like Sherlock Holmes but anyway. What What did you think of the first one, though? Sticking on that for a second, really enjoyed it. What do you think's changed then? Did I get a bad think, trailer. Maybe I think I liked seeing Anola Holmes become Anola Holmes. Right. Okay. And now, and now maybe she's, she's established and. Nah, not what, about, what about Henry Cavill? Was I just love seeing him. Yeah, you just love seeing him. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, I do think they have very good chemistry. Uh, that's kind of his second Bud Light. It is, is it third of the night actually. Second, second. Fair enough. Um, I, I do actually quite like their chemistry. Uh, Henry Cavill, Millie Bobby Brown. I think it's great. Uh, I'm going to be totally honest with you. I, I really love this franchise. Yeah. Uh, I suppose. Well, I do love the franchise of Sherlock Holmes. I think he's brilliant. Uh, all aspects of him and, and interpretations. Uh, but. I I just really love this. I I think she's great at breaking that fourth wall. Yeah, I agree with you. She's marmite in things. Obviously, most obviously is that uh, Stranger Things. She's brilliant as Eleven, but then her in the um, monster universe is fucking irritating yeah. as fuck. Uh, really, really. Good. I mean, those are bad movies. Is that maybe not her fault as much? I don't know. But yeah, I she is a little bit great in some things. But yeah, I, I love this one. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to okay. sugarcoat it, mate. I love it. Fine. Well, it's up to okay. you. We're now going to have a, a fight in the conservatory. <laughs> uh, okay, let's move on to something that I think we're both like. Yes. Um, Violent Night. What's that? I'll tell you. David Harbour is doing an R-rated Christmas movie. Uh, he is Santa Claus. Yeah. Uh, I don't have much more to say. What did you think of the trailer? I thought it was really cool. <laughs> it's such a cool concept because I was thinking, there wasn't a fault with that. 
where they're in a bar and there's loads of Santa Clauses and yep. they sort of split the load and says, um, how long have you been doing it? And says, I started it all off. So he's the OG Santa Claus. And I think the fact that Santa's like interfering in a, yep. a house, was it? What's it, what they call, what do they call it? Breaking in. Uh, yeah, but there's a name for uh, it. I know, I know what you... Home what, Invasion. Yeah, that's it, Home Invasion. Home yeah. Invasion. He's like, it's like a Home Alone. It's like a violent Home Alone. Yes. I'm re- all for it. I think it's brilliant. What a what a stupid concept that... Yeah. Um, I'll tell you, there's a question for you. Did you watch Nobody? Yes. Would Nobody have worked without Bob Odenkirk? Mm, no. Would I'd, this work without David Harbour? No, I don't think it would. So basically, get a big name... And do some hardcore action, and you've probably got yeah, a little bit of a movie. Got, and nobody, the same guy in it. That's why I've mentioned it, Will. Yeah, Come do yeah mate, you Kitty. need to keep this energy <laughs> up for the rest of this year. Uh, yeah, um, that's, that's why I mentioned it. I think these sort of movies seem to be, almost, not copying John Wick. I'm not saying they're copying John Wick, but it does seem to be that the story doesn't matter as much because it, the actor's charisma, because they're such a big name and they have a following, and then hardcore good action scenes and yeah. stuff like brutal because nobody was brilliant. Um, they definitely are sort of copying that that genre of movies. Yeah. It's almost made its own niche genre. Yeah, of grounded because this even though it's Santa Claus, it's grounded as fuck. Oh, massively! I can't remember seeing any powers actually. I can't think. I've only watched it at once. He magics into the. He does magic. Yeah, when he so like being Santa Claus, but when he's like fighting and that. I oh, know he's just kicking. He's off. just just a big geezer. Yeah, he's just kicking. <laughs> yeah. Tiny yeah, head. That's off. what I mean. Yeah. Like I did. I weren't seeing him like use super strength yeah. or like force out of his hand as I don't know in candy canes or something but yeah uh i just think it's a great little concept i cannot wait uh, yeah. i'll go to the cinema for this i will yeah it's one of the films where you know the main star will not die nothing will happen <laughs> no, to him no. and nowadays you know what a twist will be no. this film you know david harbour's going in and he's coming out and he's delivering a presence but he's kicking ass kicking ass bitch uh right i, th- I completely <laughs> agree with you i'm glad we agree on that one here's something else uh i think we're going to agree on probably one of the Probably the biggest news of the week, one of the biggest trailers in a long, long time, purely because of the backlash it has received through no one's surprise. Mm. Uh, So Connor's going to help us out in a second by playing us a little uh, clip um, of some things, but he's got it ready. It's fine. Um, So Super Mario's uh, Super Mario Bros movie starring Chris Pratt as Mario, Charlie Day as Luigi, Jack Black as Bowser and Anya Taylor-Joy as Peach. Now, Connor, I think... I don't want you to jump at me here, and I don't want anyone else to jump at me. Existing, I think that bar certain someone is a fantastic cast. It's a really good cast, and uh, Michael Keegan Key as yes. Toad. Yes, it's a fantastic cast. How can it go wrong? Tell me why. It's shambles. <laughs> now, why is it a shambles? The big speculation, and we said it was Chris Pratt. Yeah, playing Mario. What will he do? Will he do the voice? Will he not do the voice? But you're going to tell us about what he does. Oh, so this is, whilst God uh, gets it ready, this is from the trailer and the only sort of snippet in the trailer where we hear clearly Chris Pratt's Mario voice. Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. Makes me sick. It gets worse yeah. every single time. Why, why is it not worked, Con? Mario's Italian. Mario, <laughs> End the podcast, we're done. Yeah, there's not even a hint of Italian. At least try, Chris. Yeah. Give us some in. Well, okay. Hint of it. I'm going to. I know we've just played a clip and it's a bit soon to play another one, but I'm going to play it because you just said hint of Italian. Mm. And that's very important. And this is from a French dub that was also released that same day. Royaume Champignon, nous voilà! The end of that clip is Mario. Outstanding. Yeah, it, really good. It legit is Mario at the end. Um, I don't really know what made them choose this I, i've looked i tried to look at some older reports when he was officially cast as to why um was there a reason that, that sort of they didn't want to uh, for whatever reason they wanted to try and reinvent the character i have no idea but other than they've they've tried to do a cash grab by getting a massive name of chris pratt yeah chris you're an actor do act and do the voice it's like me going for a job interview working with computers yeah and not being able to work a keyboard yes. that's uh, key to the job and anyone thinking but he done uh, he's done voice uh, voice acting before and animation. He done the Lego Movie, and the whole point of Emmett in that movie was being a unremarkable being. Yeah. So he had to be a plain speaking 
no career. Do you know what I mean? Yep. So that's not that's not sort of well done. Your great voice acting at being someone unremarkable. Yeah. This is now Mario. I mean, I'm not Connor's a bigger. I think you're a bigger Mario fan than me yeah. and Nintendo and stuff like that. But um, so this is probably a, a better question to you. Are you going to see this, or has, or even if you are, has this sort of ruined their incarnation or or interpretation of this? Ruined it for me. I think it looks really good. This is a problem. Oh, it, it does. It does I forgot to really say that. Good. It does. And it looks it looks like Mario. Yeah. Like you're playing a Mario game. It's like a cutscene from Mario. Spot on. The voice just ruins it completely. Unless they're trying to do a Sonic, get it out there, get the hype built, then change it. That's a good point. But I don't think they'll be that clear. I think they've just fucked it. I think they've just fucked it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if they would call back in Chris Pratt to literally voice the whole movie. Like, well, not the whole movie, because I doubt he's got like loads of lines. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I, I think they've I think they've dropped the ball. Um, yeah. Whether they don't care because Chris Pratt will bring money through the door. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We, me, and you spoke heavily about this when Lightyear come out. We were we were not being blindsided. We knew what they were doing over at Disney, getting yeah. Chris Evans to do voice acting as Buzz Lightyear. You wanted a big name. Um, and I think they've done the same thing here with Mario. Yeah. Um, uh, Sony, is it? No. Ninten- Nintendo. Universal. Yeah, Nintendo. Yeah, I think Universal. they've got their own yeah, Nintendo. Nintendo Pictures, I think, yeah. or something like that it's called. Um, so, yeah, but uh, let's just maybe talk about something good. You you just mentioned it. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, it's absolutely fantastic. But visually, great animation. Every animation that comes out lately, you're uh, the, our animation guy <laughs> You're the dedicated animation weekly cut guy. Every animation that comes out, I feel like it's been reinvented. I feel like it's better. Yeah. Um, I thought Lightyear, when I watched that, I was like, this is like animation I've never seen before. So clean. So it? clean. When Raya the Dragon come out. Yeah. I remember saying, this looks so clean. Like, And same with this. I think it looks brilliant. Uh, what, the rest of the cast, do you want to talk about someone? What do you think of Jack, Jack Black as Bowser? Perfect Bowser. Perfect Bowser. Yeah, because I think you'll bring that comedic value because yes. Bowser's a bit of a klutz as well yes and Bowser looks fantastic he does look fantastic and I completely forgot I played the games all my life and I completely forgot Bowser's just a big Cooper mm. and the little Cooper Troopers I forgot about that I I, think, I'll be honest with you I have no idea what you're talking about don't little shellman oh sorry yes I do yeah, yeah I do Bowser's yeah. just a big yeah. shellman and I think Michael Keegan Key uh, will be a brilliant tone is that the ones where you have to jump or if they come and slide on you have to jump over them yeah, that's a Cooper Troopers. That's yeah. a Cooper Troopers. That was yeah, like, yeah, oh, okay, so, yeah. right. Um, yeah, so uh, Anya Taylor Joy. I don't know much voice acting she's done, but I, I imagine as a Princess Peach, she's going to be pretty fantastic. Yeah. Charlie Day is just a legend with his voice because he's, I mean, he's probably just going to do himself like he did in Horrible Boss. He's like that, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, he's, he's obviously on our podcast, News, 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 News. Oh, yeah. He's uh, from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I just think fantastic. And um, sorry, Keegan Michael Key. I yet to see him in a film where he doesn't make me laugh. Yeah. He's just brilliant. So yeah, they've they've nailed everything here, but they've gambled on the big name of Chris Pratt as the lead, and I cannot wait to see if it works. Yeah, I hope it I hope it does work, but I think they're gonna lose. I think okay, we'll lose. I think it's April. Yeah. That'd be really interesting to see because I think this movie should make some some buck. Should make some buck. Uh, yeah, should. Um, so we'll see. Again, we'll, we'll definitely do an episode on this because it's hotly anticipated by the world. Uh, mm. And I think that brings us to trailers and moving on to your big segment. Yes. Segment? Segment. We'll call it segment if you want. Uh, House of the Dragon, it hit episode eight, hit our screens. Uh, I think it's it sort of just preempting the last big time jump, which we're going to get in season nine. Um, uh, episode nine, sorry. So it got a little bit confusing. A lot of things, actually, before we talk about the ending, which is primarily what we're going to talk about here. Yeah. And did you see all the confusion about um, Alison Hightower giving the drink to that Danette Daenerys, the 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 servant girl that got that got um, oh yeah forced against her will. Yeah. Um. There was loads of uproar saying that um can't believe like the debate saying she poisoned her. It was a morning. It was to get rid of the baby, possible baby, wasn't it? Yeah, because we've seen that before. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, that's what I thought immediately. I, I there was no con- contradiction there or anything to me. It was yeah. a simple case of she's paying off another woman, and best to be sure, get rid of the baby. And she in said, case, the, she yeah. said that line. Uh, but loads of people were saying no. It definitely meant she killed her. I uh, thought she was going to kill her at first. So did I. I thought. She was, but anyway, just wanted to clear that. I wanted to get your opinion on that. Uh, but anyway, Connor. Let's throw it over to you. Let's talk about the the ending here because it was absolutely 
mind blowing, really. Yeah. So the ending was. So I watched the ending, and I had to make sure that I understood it correctly. So I had to search it, and I think I was correct. So but okay. before I go into it, we need to know about the the family tree, just yes. to know that the kids and stuff. Uh, so Rhaenyra Targaryen, obviously with Daemon Targaryen, yep. uh, heir to the throne currently. Yeah. Right. He's heir to the throne. So with Daemon, she's got Aegon Targaryen, and Viserys Targaryen. I won't talk about um, Luke and Joffrey and that because they're the bastard kids. Right, yeah. Don't talk about yep. them. Alicent um, Hightower with obviously Rhaenyra's dad, um, Viserys. Yep. Um, they have four kids: um, Aegon, Helena, Aemond, and Daeron. Yeah. But the ones we need to focus on is Aegon. Yeah. Because there's two Aegons. Yes. So the scene before the final scene, King Viserys is Viserys, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, King Viserys is talking to Rhaenyra, um, but I think he's confused. He's not really sure. He, he's basically di- he's a dying man. Yes. He's lost an eye. He's lost half a face. He's like yep. Two-Face. He's just losing a lot of stuff. Absolutely like that. Um, Rhaenyra wanted to just confirm the prophecy of the prince who was promised. Yeah. And uh, the, basically the Song of Ice and Fire. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't very clear. The conversation didn't get finished. So Rhaenyra's, yep. uh, Rhaenyra's all left and that was it. The next day, on his deathbed, Alison is tending to her husband, King Viserys. He says to her, um, basically finishing the conversation yeah. like yesterday, yeah. um, what we were talking about yesterday. Now, King Viserys thinks he's talking to Rhaenyra. Which is so fucking annoying. Really annoying. But obviously, Alison's yep. not to know that. So I'm going to read the script. Yes, I love the this. lines. Yep. Uh, so Viserys says, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I wanted to know if I believe it to be true. Alison says, believe what to be true, my king. Now what he's talking about is the prophecy. Yes. Do you believe that to be true? Uh, Viserys, don't you remember Aegon? Alison, our son, Viserys, his dream, the song of Ars and Fire. No, Aegon is Aegon, that's Aegon the Conqueror. Yes. That's the old yeah. Aegon. Um, Alison, our son, Viserys, his dream, the song of Ars and Fire, it is true what he saw in the north, the prince that was promised. Alison says, I don't understand Viserys. Viserys, the prince. Alison, Prince Egon, thinking her son. Yep, yep. Fucking hell, Alison. Viserys, to, new- to unite the realm against the cold and the dark. It is you. You are the one. You must do this. You must do this. Oh. Alison says, I understand, my king. Now, Viserys thinks he's talking to Rhaenyra. Yes. Rhaenyra's got a son called Aegon also. Yep. Now, I was reading online, what they think, well, what people are speculating is, she is the one, Rhaenyra is the one, or a descendant of the one to unite the realms. But now Alison thinks her son is the prince that was promised to exactly unite the that. realms. Exactly and it's going to kick off. Well, the way yeah, I think you're absolutely bang on, the, the prince who was promised to me is Jon Snow. Yeah, that's that's who I think this whole song, fire, song of fire and ice. I think that's what all this is about. Yep. I think it's Jon Snow. Um, what's his Targaryen name? I think on the family map is John Targaryen. Is it? I'm gonna get put Jon Snow's. Uh, well, sorry, Jon Snow's real name. Um, I can't oh, Aegon. It, yeah, it's Aegon. Yeah, that's what. I, yeah, so yeah. he is. This whole story of song and fire and ice. It's all about Jon Snow. Yeah, but it is a descendant. I. Of Rhaenyra. And so is um, and, and Damon. Yeah. So I just think it's absolutely brilliant how they set it up. And basically, he's going to be brown bread. He's dying. Uh, is it Viserys or Viserys? I think it's Viserys, like you said. I think it's Viserys, yeah. Um, but I, th- I think Viserys is going to die and civil war is going to break out. But that was a brilliant breakdown because I needed to know that family tree because even I got confused at times. Yeah. Um, because you've got her strong kids with that Larish strong fella, yeah. who are obviously black hair, and then you've got obviously Damon and her kids, and then you've got Alison Hightower's kids. So it does get a bit confusing, but I love that, the family tree. That, that to me, I think you're bang on. He's talking about the prophecy of Jon Snow. He yeah. is. Yeah, that's all. And that's mean. who they need on the throne to unite everyone, and he does. He He's the hero of the Game of Thrones universe. Yeah. Um, Fantastic. It's a really Fantastic. Uh, but yeah, where does that leave us then? I suppose, I don't know what the f- the first act is going to be of the next one. So yeah. here we are now. Vis- Viserys is, is going to die. Yep. 
Um, I think there is another time jump. Um, but I don't know who's what the first blow is going to be. Is it going to be a case of Alison Hightower and her family take the throne because they're there? Yeah. Or it, do they, for the time being, play ball? And then Renera comes. I think it's just going to kick off instantly. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Because Renera's gone now. Yeah, she? well, she's Dragonstone, I think she's gone to. Yeah, to yeah. see her family yeah. home. And she um, said she was coming back on Dragonback. Yeah. So, But I think, yeah, I think Alison might be sitting on the throne or yeah. a kid will be sitting on the throne. Yeah. Egon will be Egon. sitting on the throne and then it'll all kick off. And it's almost a little bit like Cersei where Egon's sitting on the throne just like Joffrey was, just like Tommond was. Yeah. But really, Cersei's the one with the power, etc. Uh, yeah, brilliant, mate. Uh, I, I needed that breakdown. The family tree is so important in this one because the Targaryen dynasty, they get incestuous. Oh, it's, it's all <laughs> over the place. Get down and dirty. Uh, but brilliant. We're going to be doing a full episode, actually, uh, on the um, actual finale. But I think, depending on what happens in the uh, penultimate episode, we may have to do something else. I think so. Um, and do maybe, a, whether it's an ended explained or a setup, we'll, we'll come back at you. Yeah. Uh, but brilliant. Um, shall we move on to Werewolf by Night? Yes. Well, let's, let's do it on. then. Uh, right, so we're just going to sort of read through the synopsis in a second, but just sort of some questions at UConn because it's come out recently that this new special, in inverted commas, that yeah. Werewolf by Night is, is the new way to go at Disney+. Plus. So it's been reported that many upcoming spin-offs of Shang-Chi and Black Panther, to name a few, are now being developed as specials, such as what Werewolf by Night is. So before we do get into it, do you like the sound of this or shut up, Brad, keep the series? No, I do like the sound of it, but it depends Why? on it depends on what it is. So I think for stuff like so maybe Ms. Marvel, that could have been a special. Just set the characters up to go into the Marvels. Yep, okay. Uh, other bits probably need to sit like Loki needs his own series. So, so don't do a special there. Good. Loki's a very good one to because it's so important to Kang and yeah, yeah okay I like this yeah I think if you, if I know this is 54 minutes of a contained story mm-hmm. and that's it this is all I've got to worry about I'm all for it 100% agree uh, I think I'm with you there not not even just that I would have I think would this have been your answer before before phase four started and we got the very in our mining Connor's opinion not everyone everyone's but a lot of people's opinion in your opinion, Phase 4, just to clarify, was very hit and miss for you. Yeah, absolutely. Very hit and miss. Yeah. Specifically with the shows? Yeah, mainly the shows. Mainly the shows. Yeah. Would the, your answer you just gave me have been, do you think that would have been this, if you went back in time and asked old Connor, after you gave him a beer, quick jab, would you standard. have said, <laughs> standard, would you would you expected him to give the same answer as you just gave here after not seeing the hit and miss shows? Do you think... You would have preferred like these one-hour specials as opposed to series, or would you at the time think, "No, I think I'd go for series"? But then now, obviously, we realise they've sort of mishandled the series. Yeah, I think I would have gone for series. I think I, I think I would have. Yeah, but they just fucked it so yeah. much. Now I'm like, you can't. You obviously can't do it. You can only do it with the, obviously the big, big names. Yes. Other bits you just can't do. You can't do it. Yeah, I think I agree. I, just, I thought that was quite. I just thought of that. I thought it was quite an interesting question to yeah. pose. Um, so we're going to get into it. Before I ask you uh, how many pumpkins out of five you Ooh, give this okay. in the Halloween special, we're just going to go through the plot and have a little chat about things we liked and things we did like. But I think from our earlier chats, me and Connor liked this. We liked, we it. liked this. We're going to get into why. But So what is Werewolf by Night? What's the plot? So at the Bloodstone Estate, six monster hunters gather to honour the death of Ulysses Bloodstone. The six are gathered by Verusa, I'm going to call her that, uh, Ulysses' wife and Elsa's stepmother, to take part in a game set up by Ulysses to see who is worthy of collecting the Bloodstone, an ancient artifact that is used to fend off monsters. Mm. Uh, so what do we think of the Hunters? I quite liked them. <laughs> quite, you friendly with them, mate? I did. Did you get a lot of them no we didn't i suppose that's not the point it's a 55 minute special i like the uh, variety of them yes i liked just that that was a big point for me i agreed it was really cool um i think i liked that i didn't know any of them okay that's a good point yeah, i'm gonna come on i did enjoy that um and i think we saw enough of each of them if it was a series it probably would have focused on yep. one hunter per episode. too much yeah yeah so i think we saw just enough of them okay. to settle our brains with the story right so a question then because I personally think it's a bit stupid that Blade wasn't here. Yeah. 
I I do like what you just said. I I didn't want to spend you know an, a, a filler episode on um one of them was called Azriel, I think the woman. I didn't want to spend a filler episode on her like some of the series might do. Yeah, I liked what we got. It was clever. They were funny. They all were variety and different with yeah. different kill counts they had, didn't they? Um, I liked him, the big fellow with the axe. Yeah, I liked him. He was he's cool. Was Scottish. Was he Scottish? Yeah, I think he was. Um, yeah, but I just think, bearing in mind, Blade is a monster hunter. This is so clearly linked to Blade. Um, I, I don't really know the comics, but I know the character quite well. He's not immortal, I don't think, but he does age slowly. So yeah. they could have had him here. Yeah. Um, and then had him in modern day MCU. There was no, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I just think he should have been yeah. here. Um. Uh, there was rumours that he was supposed to be, but Mahersha Ali's schedule was too busy or something like that. Oh, okay. But anyway, uh, I just thought I'd stop there and ask you a question. Um, the stone is attached to the monster they are hunting. The first person to defeat said monster and collect the stone will win the estate. So the monster is the man thing. What did yeah. you like about it? What did you think of him? He's like a big teddy bear, wasn't he? He's like a plushie. He was like another yeah. Disney plush they can sell. Yes. He reminded me of Groot a little bit. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Well, he, he's a swamp slash tree swamp. Yeah, thing. I enjoyed uh, it. Yeah, I quite enjoyed I it. Uh, obviously calling him Ted. Um, I don't know too much about him. I've seen him in sort of animation things. He's similar to a DC character, which I know a lot about, called Swamp Thing. Yeah. Um, and it's actually, I don't know if you knew this, he's, he's actually a, uh, a super serum soldier thing gone wrong. Oh. And that's what happened to him. Yeah, and there was an explosion oh. in a, his lab swamp and stuff. Um, I'd like to see that. Yeah, you'd like to see that? There's bits I'd like to see. But I really liked his... What did he do to the people? The people that know more about Man-Thing will probably go, oh, he's used his portal power. I don't know much about him, but he seemed to grab someone and burn them alive. he done yeah. it like twice. I thought it was a really cool effect. It was. It looked really good. Uh, actually, let's just stay on that. What did you think... Did you like the old school horror effects? Yeah. You did it. like them. I love old school horror. I love stuff like this. I thought it looked really good. And I like the brutalness as well. Didn't, yes. Didn't cut away. Yes, 100%. Uh, do you want to just talk about the director for a second? Do you want to mention him? Because you're a big fan. Yeah, so director, um, his directorial debut, Michael Giacchino, yeah. who's done scores such as Lost, which is a big one. Uh, Up, he's also done... Yep. Um, did you do Dark Knight? Uh, know, no, Batman, a recent sorry. one. Dun, dun, yeah. dun. The Batman. Uh, no Way Home, I'm sure he done. Uh, no Way Home, he done. All Love and Thunder, I think yeah. he done. He's a big boy. Big, in the game. big boy. As his first debut, um, sort of debut. Yes, yeah. Sort of debut. And absolutely nailed it, I think. He did, you know. I thought he, he was well. really good at this. Um, there was the one shot thing we're going to get into later the, with the transformation and, and the gore. Like I said, I just think. And also, he did the. It's not a surprise, is it? But he did the score. Um, mm. And I found. I remember sitting there and it was so about 22 minutes in when they're walking around the maze looking for this, all the, they're all spread out the um, monster hunters and they're looking for this monster. They've been told to go and get the bloodstone off. And I, there was certain sort of like, and it was like, I went, I know now why Connor likes scores. Yeah, it, it makes it. Uh, maybe I was being aware because me and you really like Michael. Yeah. We call him that. Mickey. Oh, he's here actually. Um, <laughs> no, we write, we like Mickey. And I think I was more aware and I just thought, I actually thought of Connor and went, yeah, I can understand because scores do make shit. Yeah, it's make uh, or I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the hunters are sent off into this large labyrinth set up uh, for the grounds to fight one another. A bit like a Hunger Games-esque thing. Um, one hunter, Elsa, who was a main focus in this movie. Yeah. Uh, she thought she was really good, actually. I thought she was good, yeah. Uh, she, she was like a sort of a disgraced stepdaughter who had yeah. sort of left, clearly trained, very good. She can fight. Oh, yeah. She kicks yeah, off. Kicks off. Um, but, yeah, she was sort of not welcome, but she had to be there because of certain things. Anyway, um, one hunter, Elsa, is confused as to why Jack refuses to fight and is revealed that he is friends with the monster, the man-thing, whose real name is Ted. She and Jack decide to team up by rescuing the man-thing and removing the stone from his body. However, they get captured as the main th- man-thing escapes. So... I guess what I want to say here, when they're captured and the trans, the, the big thing here is the transformation. Whenever Werewolf comes in, you know I'm a big Supernatural fan. Yeah. Did you like that transformation? I was, I wanted to see more of it. I felt like it was hidden a lot. Yeah. And I think that was on purpose. Did you like that? Uh, I think I'm a bit with you. I would like to see more of it. I think it done the job. I was satisfied with it. I, I wasn't. Okay crying out for more but maybe in hindsight, in hindsight it was quite 
It was quite blinded. Yeah, it was blinded from yeah. smoke, from darkness to camera cutting away. Yeah. Um, so, but when the camera didn't cut away and he's in full form, did you like the look? Because it's not a, I mean, I know me werewolves. Mm. It's not a traditional werewolf. Do you remember Michael J. Fox in Teen Wolf? Yes. A little bit similar to that. You know when he's playing basketball and stuff? Yeah. I think that's sort of what they were going for. But did you like this? I did. It fit the the, the time it yes, was in. Yes, I think that's why I liked it. And I think I liked it more because it was black and white. 100% agree. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. Uh, yeah, I just quite like... Not that this person... No offence to this guy. I, I don't know this actor, but I feel like it's good that you can see facial features and yeah. stuff so the person can act because it's not just a CGI. Like Hugh Jackman is the best example in, in Van Helsing. He just turns into a werewolf and it's Hugh Jackman no longer... He's getting a coffee yeah, in his, in his uh, trailer. So, um, yeah, so I just wanted to ask that question. I thought it was uh, quite cool. Um, then Jack escapes and proceeds to slaughter the guards, like you said, very gory. Yeah. And that, like, hallway... Was it a one-shot? I think it was. It looked like a one-shot, didn't it? Yeah. Um, well, yeah, talk about that. What did you... It's quite you... tough to do on your debut. 100%. As a good skill to 100%. do. Because only a few that you, you see. With a actor in a werewolf costume. Yeah. It looked really Prosthetics. cool. This is a bit where the door was shut. That's it. it. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was sort of the camera didn't move, and it was sort of going closer on the door. But he was sort of going around. Yeah, killing my favorite scene. Really that good. Was my it was really, scene. really good. I'd like to have seen a little bit more of that. But then I keep saying this, but I think that's the whole point of the special. Yeah, is to dip your toe in. Do you like the special? Well, okay then. Yeah. Do you want more of this? <laughs> yeah. Character? Do you want more of this character? I, I do. Yeah, I do I want do. more of this character. And there's so like you've mentioned it last week about the Midnight Sun supernatural. Yeah, this is such a good doorway to the supernatural um, realm, and we'll talk in a second. Um, but as I say, Jack and escapes, receives the slaughter of the guards. Elsa fights and kills the remaining hunters, while Verusa, the horrible woman that used to be in Frasier, so I found it really weird to see her, <laughs> uh, gets knocked out. Jack manages to remember Elsa and flees because I thought it was really cool. He sniffed her, didn't he? Yeah. So he he said, "If I can sniff a lot, basically sniff you, I'll when I turn, I'll remember you, and I won't." Rah. Um, so, and he flees. He's still alive. Arusa attempts to kill Elsa for betraying them, but is suddenly killed by the man thing in that bloody cool, weird way, yeah. burning them alive. It was great. Um, now in control of the estate, Elsa orders Billy Swan, the butler, to clean up the place. And I want to throw it to you because I know you probably want to talk about it. How well did you like the turn from black and white to colour? It was so cool. It, this again, it's I things like of you. this, yeah, yeah. things like that just make it. it it's just so, and the prominent color shadow was red as well because there's a red coat or red jacket. Yes, oh, it's so clever, and extremely, it's such a, yeah. extremely clever. Uh, I got, um, she got done by the uh, get over here, get over here. Yeah, she yeah. did. Yeah, uh, brilliant. Uh, so I guess yeah, we've gone through it, gone through sort of a scene by scene ish yeah. um, of the special. So I guess I just want a sort of final review from you. Uh, anything sort of certain scenes you liked, uh, something you didn't like, or if there wasn't, don't worry. And then give me your, out of five pumpkins, how many pumpkins you giving it? I like this style. I like I like horror. I like the old school horror. I, lo- I thought the costumes were good, like we just mentioned. Um, the noir aspect was good. The little blips that come up on the screen, like it's an old film that was Really playing, good, really good. Really clever. The score was fantastic. The action was good, didn't cut away. I can't really think of anything bad to say. In such a short period of time, they've given me enough. They've given me, I know what's going on. Go and do it. You've been caught. Now there's a problem. Resolved. Finished. 100%. Perfect. That's all we needed. 54 minutes. Didn't take up a lot of my time. And I was, I was, I'll give it four pumpkins out of Four pumpkins. Nice. Okay. Um, I completely echo everything you just said. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised. You were really excited about this and, and, Clearly, you know yourself quite well because you've just basically confirmed what old Connor said that you would enjoy this, and it's, yeah. it was intrigued. Uh, I was intrigued. I'm not a horror fan at all, but I fucking love Supernatural. Yeah. You know, I do anything from Teen Wolf to, to vampires, etc. Teen Wolf, not so much the Michael J. Fox, although I love Michael J. Fox. I'm talking the Teen Wolf with uh, Tyler Hocklin. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I thought I, I thought I would enjoy it because I like the Supernatural, and I really did. Uh, so I think I'm going to match your four pumpkins here. Yeah, I, I think it was very, very good. And maybe the the special was helped because the bar is relatively low for Marvel at the minute. Yeah. Got to be honest there. Yeah. And not only that, it was extremely different to what Marvel has provided lately. Um, so I think that has helped, but that's through no fault of Michael Giacchino or... 
the the creative team here. I think they've just executed perfectly what they set out to do. It took a punt as well. Mark did take a punt. Yeah, it works. Uh, I think people need to have a look at him. Um, big yeah, big time. Yeah. Imagine that. Yeah, can you do the score and the movie, please? Because he must think of a scene. Yes, and think of the music to go with it, and going, "This is what I want to do." Would it not help? scene or, yeah. or for whatever reason whether it benefits more the composing or benefits more the direction i don't know but yeah um i think here at the weekly cut we are settling on four pumpkin balls i thought it was great do you think this will be like what the um do you think this will, little words out fuck's sake do you think <laughs> this will be what the guardians of the galaxy special will be the christmas special uh i 100 percent do uh, i don't do you reckon they're doing that is it uh, i don't what, what's easterish i don't know what easterish is but mate mm. i'd be well up for Look, this has really worked, so you can spawn, you can link it to Blade, Ghost Rider and stuff. You can do it. It's the supernatural world. Yeah. But I'd be well up for revisiting, not even revisiting, but every year doing a Halloween special, Marvel, yeah. do someone else. There's loads of Marvel characters. Do another um, horror aspect yep. of someone. Same with the Christmas thing. James Gunn, obviously busy man. Don't don't worry about Guardians. They're disbanded after Guardians Galaxy for next year. Do another Christmas thing. Yeah. I like the theme. I mean, yeah, I'd like that. Yeah. I think Hawkeye could have done a Christmas special. 100% agree with that. It to be a series. Agree with that. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, Hayley Steinfeld, I'll take her all day. So. Uh, I'd, on my telly as much as possible, yes, please, Hayley. Yes, uh, I think that wraps us up there for Halloween by night. Uh, yeah. So definitely, uh, definitely check it out. I think we, I mean, four pumpkins out of five, you've got to go and, and take that as a recommendation. Uh, so I guess... Yeah, a lot of pumpkins here, a lot of pumpkins. We're going to move on now to what's on our screens, young man. Tell me! I will tell you, don't shout at me. Uh, <laughs> I've not only got a couple here. Um, have you been carrying on with Andor? No, I haven't. Okay. Now, that might be detrimental to the, to the series as a whole. What do I say here? Look, I think it's benefited from, um, again, Disney Plus shows being being sort of jokey, and this is quite serious espionage, spy sort of thing. So I have, I am enjoying it, but we are five episodes in, and I, it's been quite talky talky. Yeah, as my worry. It's now set up for this next episode tomorrow. So live now, if you're listening, has set up a the mission basically this big massive rebellion mission. So hopefully this is a great episode, just like Rings of Power last week. Yeah, was one of the best things I've seen on telly after five really slow episodes. Um, so yeah, I'll get, I'll leave it till tomorrow. If it's a slow one again. I will I will probably think to myself, I think they've may have dropped the ball here. After the first three, I was really hyped. Yeah. And then I've sort of waned off between episode four and five ish. It is a shame. But I mean we'll see. The acting's great. Stellan Skarsgard is brilliant. Um and yeah, I think that's pretty much me for screens, because other stuff like House of the Dragons I want to save because yeah. we're coming to the end. She Hulk, I will just mention Oh yeah. We had Oh yeah. yeah. We had Daredevil. Yeah, we did. And he was yeah. pretty sweet. I think based off this con, I'm gonna ask you live on air. And and the fact that you've carried on watching, shall we do a a bit of a recap finale next week because it is the finale? Yeah, I think we should. Only because it's uh, Abomination and Hulk have a rematch. I don't know if you saw in the trailer. So the fact that Daredevil come in and we've got a bit more to talk about. The the finale's kicking off. Who the villain is? Yeah. Abomin- should we do one? I think so. Okay, yeah, we'll talk about it. I think so. But I don't want to say too much. But so I'm going to throw you over to you, Com. Uh, I don't think I've been watching anything. I'm just checking my Netflix as we speak. Because I don't think... I've, I watch the usual stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah. I do apologise. Um, but I have been given the green light to watch um, Dharma. Okay, yes. So I was waiting for Holly. Yep. She says, go on without me. I am pushing on. Fair enough. Um, but otherwise, no, this is the stuff I've got on my Netflix now. Holly's watching it now. So she's been watching Vampire Diaries, Bridgerton, um, Fate the Wink Saga, Sandman she put on. Wow. Episode one got halfway through. Okay, clearly went off. Uh, falling in love. Uh, I sense a theme here, but yeah, she yeah. loves a bit of supernatural. She by does, looks yeah. Of it. yeah. Maybe you should be together. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Actually, listen in the podcast. I'm going to shut up and chirp as <laughs> a bird. Uh, yeah, I just, yeah, fair enough. Uh, but yeah, I just think um, this could be, you know, I, I'm in, in terms of She-Hulk, sorry, back to that. I do, I do think we may get something big. Yeah. Um, so we will talk about it. But um, I, yeah, I, and I'll leave. Should we leave? Just let's not talk about House of Dragon. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I won't yeah, worry yeah. about. So, uh, any got any scraps for me, Con? It's time for scraps. Bunch of scraps. Have I got any scraps? I don't I, think I've got scraps. So I'm, I'm hoping you've got a scrap. If um, <laughs> I don't think I have got the only scrap I will say is I want to mention and go on our Twitter at Weekly Cut. Love it. Um, if you want a little bit of a tearjerker, just go and watch Michael J. Fox. 
um, oh, the video man. where he teams back up with uh, Christopher Lloyd. It is so upsetting to see. He's, he's one of my heroes. Yeah. It's so upsetting. To um, me, I did, again, I thought about you a lot this week, so I better stop saying that. I'm, <laughs> I'm starting to sound a bit creepy. Um, I, I adore Back to the Future, but I know that's one of your favourite films of yeah. all time. Um, it's absolutely heartbreaking seeing um, Christopher Lee's, Chris, no, Christopher Lee, Christopher, Christopher Lloyd. Lloyd yeah. Really heartbreaking to see Christopher Lloyd, who's like 20 years older, in better shape yeah. than someone who's really, the, the disease of Parkinson's is taking its toll and, it's really horrible to see. Yeah. And how annoying it happened to one of the most charismatic po- people in the world. I know. Like, not that, it, not that it should be on anyone. Of course, the disease is horrible. But what I mean is I, I would imagine that's more hurtful when you are that charismatic person and, yeah. and you're completely hindered. I just thought, it was, yeah, go check it out on the, on the Weekly Cut chan- uh, Weekly Cut. Twitter account, it's horrible. Yeah. Well, sorry um, to end on that note. Yeah, I so... Uh, 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 I'll tell you, I'm going to end it on a stupid one then. Um, Tom Welling is getting back in acting. Uh, he is in... Do you remember Supernatural, the series? Yeah. Uh, there's a spin-off of that. Jensen Eccles is actually... I think it's his series creating it. Oh, okay. It's a spin-off of that called The Winchesters. And uh, Mr. Tom Welling has been cast. So You're obsessed I'm, with Tom Welling, isn't it? No, legit. It's him and him, The Rock, and I'd say Henry Cavill. Yeah. And maybe Hugh Jackman. But he doesn't and Hayley Steinfeld. Yeah. Hayley <laughs> Steinfeld, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but Tom Welling's who... He's the one of my heroes, a hero of mine. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so I think that wraps us up. And yeah. next week, bit of a contrast in... It's a big week, but it's a bit of a contrast, Con. So me and you are going to check out Halloween Ends. Yes, we are. Yeah. Okay? It's an extremely iconic movie that it's ending this saga so we are going to check it out it looks hilarious in a good way um and we're also going to do she hulk uh all the news etc um and we'll go from there but so please come on back tell your friends leave a, a five star review if you can follow us on twitter just join the conversation we're two massive nerds and we love it and we we're still fun. gonna do it we absolutely we have fun exactly so thank you for listening and connor and thanks for having us in your ears <laughs>